Hey there, Sherry Nicole here. Excited to share with you this next episode of Black Woman Working. This episode features a guest host, Joel Levins. Many of you may know him as mm, I'm his better half. Did you see how I did that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my partner in crime, I guess, are we criminals? I don't know, should no. I say that? No, I- we're we not. No, no, we are not breaking any law. <laughs> we are law-abiding citizens. Yes, yes. We abide by all laws. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Moving on. Joel, this episode is dating from the male perspective. Who was on your panel? So we had a great group of guys. Uh, we had Mr. J.J. Miller, uh, retired professional basketball player. We had Mr. Terrence Ferrier, who is a retired naval officer. And we have Mr. Brian Steven, who is an IT tech uh, graduate from ECU. So it sounds like you guys go way back, that you had a really good conversation. I got to peek into it, guys, so I know a little bit about what happened. Um, but overall, good time, right? I'm sure there's looking like there's going to be a part two after everyone hears this one. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> um, we, I mean, we had a great time uh, just chatting it up. So. Yeah, so I want you guys to hear what I've already had the chance to listen to. So dive into this episode of Black Women Working, Dating from the Mill Perspective. Special thanks to Brian, JJ, and Terrence, and Joel (laughs) for their great perspective and for sharing some very intimate details without breaking bro code. But enjoy, and we'll hit you on the other side. Yo, 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 I would like to welcome everyone to this edition of Black Woman Working Podcast entitled Dating from the Male Perspective. I'm your humble and gracious host, Joel Levins. Uh, We have a great panel for you today. Uh, Joining me is retired 15-year professional basketball player. Uh, One half of, uh, I'm sorry, it's not infinite marriages anymore, right? You changed the... It's the elements of marriage. It's the yeah. elements of marriage. One half of the elements of marriage. So big shout out to his wonderful wife, Monica Miller, uh, who's also a good friend of mine. Hey, can we get a big... Hey, yo! To Mr. J.J. Miller. All right, so next on the panel, uh, joining us is a retired Naval officer, Mr. Terrence Ferrier. He is also the elder of Macedonia Holiness Church. Um, of America, a dear friend of mine who is also single. <coughs> Excuse me, my bad. Um, <laughs> uh, can we get a big hey yo to Brother Terrence Ferrier? Uh, next on our panel today, we have Brother Brian Stevenson. Stevens, I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, and that's my family too, y'all. My brother. <laughs> so, uh, graduate of ECU, uh, manager, marketer, uh, coach. IT tech guy, my personal IT guy. So can we get a big hey yo for Mr. Brian Stevens? Alright, so man, I'm elated, man, to have all these guys here with me. And uh we're gonna get right on into the podcast. So the first part of the podcast, fellas, uh, we're gonna do a segment called Debunk That Myth. And uh the reason we wanna do that. Is because I want to start out to have some fun before we get into the like real date talk. Um, so how the bunk that miss works is I'm going to give you a question. And I want you to answer the question on a scale from 1 to 10. Uh, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. All right? Every, everybody good with that? Okay, okay. All right, so let's get into the bunk that myth. First question. 
Alright, cause I know so I we mm-hmm. all know that women are a little more hard on themselves than I think men will ever be so far as physical appearance. So my first question, fellas, and uh I get all right, so Jay, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Okay. On a scale from one to ten, how important are eyelashes, nails, and makeup? One being the lowest. One being the lowest. I'm going to say maybe two or three. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what do you think? Can I say a negative number? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a, a low number like one or two as well. All right, T, what you got? Same, one or two. <laughs> so I, I say that because, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I have never, ladies, Seen a girl out anywhere and thought, man, I would holler at her if she had them lashes on. <laughs> I've never said that. So I brought this question up because I wanted to say, like, we love for you to feel beautiful. And if hair and, and nails and makeup and, and, and eyelashes make you feel beautiful, that's what's up. But that's not for us. And I, so I want to make that clear. You guys wearing eyelashes and nails and makeup, that's for you. You want to feel beautiful and that's what makes you feel beautiful. Great. We support it. We love it. We like it when y'all do that. But just know that you've just heard four men say like, that ain't, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's whatever. Like, because we, I, I know a lot of guys like natural. A lot of guys like a lot of different things. But that's for y'all. So, all right. So next question on debunk that myth. All right, so we're gonna get a little. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna turn it up a little bit, fellas. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to UT first. Uh oh. It's 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 saggy breast. We ain't gonna say titties. I, I just said titties. My bad. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's saggy breast a turn off. Like on the scale from one to ten. Like, do you care if a girl has saggy breast? Not at all. <laughs> How about you, B? I'm grown, man. No, bring them saggy. saggy <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what are you, what are you, what are you, nah, man. That don't, don't, don't bother me at all. So, <laughs> I, I bring that up because I've talked to women who feel like they are uh, self-conscious about the way their breasts look, especially at a certain age. But, like, women, like, listen. Listen, I'm trying to... Can I, yeah, can I, go ahead. I think um, I think that in itself is is something that is um, internal, right? Right. So listen, self esteem is big, it's huge. You know what I mean? I think sometimes a lot of that stress and a lot of those um, anxieties around that is from the woman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm telling you guys, and I can speak for most of us because I'm mm-hmm. a normal guy. <laughs> we got four in here right now. That's not a big deal. So please don't stress yourself out over that for sure. Definitely not. Y'all got enough to be stressed about, not to be stressed about that. No, nope, because I'm gonna pick it up and put <laughs> and, and make it do what it do. All right. So the next, the next question, um, debunk that myth. So I, I'm this question. I'm gonna preface a little bit because society, I think, has labeled men um, as the more sexual. Uh, gender of the two, um, like you know, we get labeled dogs and hoes, and we 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 just get it. Like we they like it seems like that we're the sexual, uh, more sexual gender of the two. So I just want to ask this: everything being equal, and that your girlfriend, wife, significant other is completely in agreement, 
How many times a week would y'all want to have sex? On a scale of one to ten. Oh, if, you, if it's more than ten, you can say over. Like, yeah, you know I'm saying, yeah. So here, I'm gonna give you this. Man, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna to be realistic and more than just what I desire. Just looking at how schedules have to line up and everything of the sort. We do have other things going on than intimacy in our lives. I would say five to ten would be somewhere expected uh, weekly. Okay. What, what do you think, Jay? All right, so I'm a little bit older than, than B. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, sir. Come on, sir. <laughs> I mean, just go ahead and preface my answer with that one, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest, man. Three to, five, three, three, three to five, and I think five is on the high side per week. Um, Man, I'm, I'm overjoyed. You know what I mean? If I, to be honest, you know, and it kind of depends, too, on, I mean, we're going to keep going. It depends on the sessions, right? If right. we get three good sessions in, oh man, I'm 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 more than happy for that week. Two good. fives make you know a ten, JJ. Big facts. I'm gonna keep it. Um, I'm gonna just say keep it spontaneous. Okay. You know, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily put a number to it. I am over forty, <laughs> but you know. A good session can be good you for for saying. a good you know good good t- good good while. So just keep it, <laughs> keep it, yeah, keep it, you know keep, it keep it, keep it spontaneous and um, you know, yeah. and, and to being considerate of the other, yeah, right. You yeah. know, I'm saying who knows she might want more than three or five. Three there you five, go, right. So I'm prepared to, yeah. but I'm just saying I think that would be good yeah. for me if I had to put a number. I'm in total agreement with Jay. <laughs> Three to five is good for me. Like, I, I'm listening. I'm telling you. Like, man, I, listen. I got stuff going on. And, like, the stars got to align. But, listen, it, three to five times a week. Man, congratulations. Clap, clap, bravo. Yes, yes. Yes. I, I, and, and every session, I'm appreciative. Thank you. you know, I'm appreciative. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to think that if we do hit five that week, that I'm not appreciative. It. Like, girl, right. glory. Yeah. That's what I say. But no, besides, I, besides, I'm not. Besides, Joe, the price of sports drinks is going up. Anybody? Yeah, knows? Listen, I, listen, sports drinks. <laughs> man, you talking about seven to ten? I'm gonna need that blue pill. <laughs> I got. I, I need more than. I need more than a Red Bull. I need something to get my mojo flowing. <laughs> All right. So, so now, I, and like I said, fellas, I brought that up because you'll be surprised, women. I think are the more sexual of the two genders because, you know, we've all been in relationships, I think, where we had to hit our significant other with that swim move. You know, like in football, like, uh, no, not tonight. You lay right over here. Let's cuddle. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell mine, let's cuddle. Like, like man, man, especially when I was an iron worker. Man, you done hung iron all day. Man, we finna cuddle tonight. I'm sore. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, you don't play. Man, I think it also comes down to you know I, I do feel like it's a need for men. Mm-hmm. I do feel it's a, it's a need where it may not necessarily be that to the same degree for women. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you have a female and, and women, I don't want to speak for y'all, but that wants it, it could get to the point where you know what I'm saying it's a little bit more than you know what I mean what you. Pray for swim it. move. <laughs> swim move. Like, Notice look, I didn't say ten or more. Look, right? like, just, just lay right here, baby. Like I'm gonna cuddle you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, 
Um, okay, so uh, with that being said, now this is the flip side of that because I've heard a lot of women say this too in conversations that they wouldn't be able to stay with a man who is not, we'll say, well endowed or a man who couldn't get them to that point. You know what I'm saying? And I've heard women say they will leave a relationship if a man can't get them to that point. So I'm going to ask the fellas, is poor sex a deal breaker? So I, I, so I gave it all, all y'all went first, so I'll go first on this one. Okay. <clears throat> um, for me, it's not a deal breaker. Because, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm under the Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory said, he don't, he don't you know what I'm talking about? Dick Gregory said, I don't know what good pussy is. I don't know what that is. So what I'm saying is, if that vein on the side of my neck pop out when we done, right, right, right. that was good for me. So that's all I need. You know what I'm saying? Like I, This ideal of good and bad, listen, I understand that certain women become more aroused than others. And that's normal. Like Nobody's the same. But I, 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 don't know. I don't know if I'm leaving a, a great woman just because she's not as uh, good in the bed as some other woman that I had. I just, that's just me personally. I don't know if I'm leaving that. So I throw it to y'all. What y'all think? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> nah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, I've been married for 18 years, man. So I can't <laughs> imagine not being compatible with my wife right, in, right. That, in that arena. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for me, um, I mean, I guess I can't, I, I, I don't have any, um, you know, reference to answer that question other than the fact that I'm compatible with mine and it's great. And I don't think that, um, I don't know what I would do if it wasn't compatible. It might be a deal breaker. You know oh, what I'm okay. saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you know, and not just for me, but for her too, right? right. Like, we, I think we both need to be compatible if you're talking about spending the rest of your life together, which is what, what I'm talking about. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think that's, um, needs to be, we need to be compatible. What you got? Before I would attribute it to good or bad, sort of like you were saying, JJ, is are we on the same side of the fence of that particular topic in the bedroom? And so, yeah, it would need to be compatible. We can't be too far from uh, each other's sexual needs and desires. So, uh, again, I can't imagine having sex and continuing a sexual relationship or any kind, right, without being compatible all the way down to the topic of sex. So uh, as long as we're on the same page and... um, Turning it together, I think that makes us uh, equally partnered in in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Good enough, good enough. My boy's doing good. We got teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the. Um, I think when it comes to be, it's not a deal break for me. It wouldn't be. Um, I feel like there are other, you know, qualities to look for and look at, and it's other stuff out there. You know, Mm -hmm. that you can possibly, you know, may not work for somebody else, but it may work for you Mm -hmm. and, you know, your mate. Um, Whenever you find that person, I think it should be something that we'll probably get into later on. But, um, you know, sex is definitely important and it's healthy. Um, But I don't think for me uh, it would be, you know, something that would just be uh, something that we couldn't work on. you know, as far as the relationship goes. Oh, we, we split on that. Yeah, I just say so. I just want to be clear. Like, yeah. So to be clear, so we got two no's and two maybe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good. That's good. All right. So we're going to move into... Uh, one, one, so now we're going to get to one of the, I think, biggest myths 
of them all. So I'm going to preface this question a little different. So this is, why, this is how I want you guys to answer that. So A is never. B is 10% or less. C is 10 to 25%. And D is 25 to 50%. Because if you say over 50%, I'm going I'm to say you lying. Yeah, I'm going to call Cap and I'm going to say, like, no, nah, we're not, we not. You can't answer this. Okay. Like, we're just going to move on from you. Okay. And we're not even going to let you talk no more on this question. <laughs> so one of the biggest myths out there that I think that women have is that when men go out to the club, that there is a possibility, uh, uh, that, no, let me rephrase it. They think it's a big possibility that we could actually go to the club, meet a girl, and sleep with her on that same night. So, I'm gonna, so now that y'all got a question, so let me ask y'all this. How many times in your entire life, like all the times you ever went out to the club, the kickback, the cookout, the, the, the housewarming, have you ever just met a girl talk to her and wind up sleeping with her that same night or that same day. And I'm not talking about you get to call her and set it up for next week. I'm talking about it, it's got to happen that day. <laughs> no, I'm talking about that day. Cause we know like, yeah, that's, that's something else. I'm talking about a one night stand is what I'm talking about. How many times? Like a is never B is 10% or less. C is 10, 10% to 25%. And then D is, uh, 25 to 50%. All right. Well, speaking for me is A. Okay. So, also, I'm going to say, and I've been, listen, my lifestyle has put me in places around people that get it. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about, like, we talking about famous millionaires. Like, best parties, best scene, best everything, top mm -hmm. of the line. I'm still going to say B. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm still going to say B. Yeah. And that's, that's for everybody else that I'm talking that I've been around, my boys that I know that could or are in the best position to do something like that, I'm still going to say B on that. Okay. That's a good, that's a great point. A for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he said, let's make that clear. What you, what you, what you got me? Man, I'm glad you asked, Joe. You see, while JJ is an A, I'm I'm more like the uh, roadside assistance. I'm a I'm a triple A. Okay? <laughs> I'm talking never, never, ever. Okay, <laughs> for never, for never, ever. I love it. For never, ever, <laughs> never. And again, much like you as well. No, that would be something less than ten percent of the time. I even in my circle of uh, friends and acquaintances, both. Yeah, that's just not something that I see uh, or am aware of happening less than 10% of the time for the folks around me. But boy, am I more of a roadside assistance, triple A. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say B. Okay. B. 10% or less, you know, yeah. because, you know, first meet, you know, you get the, the number or get the talking yeah. or whatever. But, but after that, yeah, yeah never. Yeah. 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 I, I think I, I think I maybe once. And I'm, and I'm, and that's only because I got through a lob. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> somebody, somebody, and, and listen, it's like they, 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 it was already kind of set up, which is kind of outside of the context of what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. I got through a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I got, I got a sister on the plate. That's how that worked. So yeah, it would be, a, it would be an A for me too. I ain't never really. Happened. You know what? And when I think about <clears> the times that I'm aware of that has has happened with my homies. Both of them were intoxicated. Mm -hmm. So it was a situation where they woke up the next morning like, what in the world did I do type mm -hmm. situation? Like, yeah. so yeah. Even, I don't even know if you can really count that because neither one of them were in their right mind. I, yeah. guess. I, mean, right. I ain't never been drunk, but you know. Just like that is true. Why didn't know Man, don't do it, bro. That's stuff like that. <laughs> stuff like that. That's the key. Yeah, you wake up now. That's, that's, that's how it happens, too. I'm like, oh, what the hell did I get? You, you're so, falling at that 10%. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so we got we got to drink it. Oh, um, let me see. Okay, so with that being said, so now that we done debunked that myth that guys can go out and get because now let me say this, ladies, that's not true for y'all because y'all can go to the club and I guarantee you, if you flirt enough, there is some guy in that club who will take you up on that offer. Oh yes, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that y'all might be um. Projecting that onto us because y'all can do it right. and y'all know y'all can right. do it. Right. 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 We can't do that, mm -hmm. no. Because because the truth is, women usually sleep up, but men will definitely sleep down. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, we will definitely sleep down. So if you toss it to the right person, oh, he gonna take you up on the offer. Yeah. So with that being said, the next question. Um, since we talked about the fact that most of us. Well, really, none of us have ever had a true one night stand. The sex on the first date um, change the likelihood of it being a lasting relationship. So if she, so if, if she, you you meet somebody, y'all talk a couple times, and then the first date y'all go on, she lets you hit. Does that, in your mind, change the likelihood that? It could become a meaningful relationship. So, so I think there's different levels to that. There's different phases right. of it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because um, I'm gonna use my wife as an example. You know what I'm saying? When I first and and I don't think this is a secret. Mm -hmm. When I first went to my wife's house, she wasn't obviously my wife then. Right? Mm -hmm. I, we weren't even dating yet. I, you know this. Yeah. I, when I first went over there, I tried to. <laughs> I thought I was going over there too. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was being one right. right. She shut me down, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know what I'm saying? We got to talking like a while after that, you know what I'm saying? And like building a relationship together and kind of, you know, feeling each other a little bit. So I think it wasn't long after that that the next time I went over there, you know, we did do something. But I think like it just kind of depends on what the conversation entails, how yeah. close you guys get, how much time you spend. <clears throat> And are really vibing with each other, right. that it might could go down on the first time y'all get together. Yeah. And I don't think that would change what you, you know what I'm saying, how you feel about that particular girl moving forward. You right. know what I mean? Now, if it's a situation where y'all ain't even really talk like that and she, you just show up at her crib and she throw it on you or something like that, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, you're like, hold on now. Yeah. Well, this was kind of easy or this was kind of, but. Just take it, it Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I get you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just too. Are you right? Yeah. You're right. 
I think it's definitely level two it. like um Jay was saying. Um you both adults, consenting adults. Yeah. If you want it, you know, the the timing is right, the chemistry is right. I think that it could definitely, you know, uh be something more than just, you know, mm -hmm. that one time. Absolutely. Um if you see it that way. And um, you know, if it's another way and, and you really wasn't trying to get to that point, then, you know, it can be seen in a different light. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and to sort of preface with the question specifically, do I think that a relationship can last from uh, sex on the first date? Uh, I do. I don't attribute how successful the relationship can be just from being intimate on the first uh, time meeting, particularly as we've all sort of alluded to. How did you meet? How did you, uh, how long have you been talking? Uh, those types of things before you actually go out for the first time. And then, it, you know, sometimes chemistry is there. And again, I just wouldn't attribute that to uh, success or failure of it lasting long term or otherwise never ending. Yeah. So for me, I don't, um, <clears throat> I don't think so. So I think it's, it's ages with it too, right? Definitely. So when you're a younger man, you might consider that to be a sign that she's promiscuous or That's something right. like that. Right. But when you get in your 30s and 40s, yes. when, when men and women get together, like everybody realizes the goal is to have sex. I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. you can get a relationship out of it, and, and hopefully you do if the, if the chemistry is right. Yeah. But, I mean, ultimately the goal is to, you know, I, I, this person is attractive, and once you meet attractive people, the next level of that, for me and my thinking is that, yeah, I would like to have sex with this person. So, <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, I'm just like that's where I'm going with that. Like, that's that's why I talk to you. That's why I bought you them drinks. Like, that's, that's all the part. That's why I paid for dinner. Like you know what I mean? Like that's, that's all the part. That's why of the we ain't hanging up when we say that. Right, right. Right. Yeah. I gotta go to work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cause y'all remember how school you be on the phone about sleep. You, yeah, you, you, you sleep. Yeah, you, you hang up. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. So I think once you get a certain age. I think the dynamic changes. Once you're yeah. in your 30s and 40s, sure. then yes, you can meet someone, have a great time, have chemistry, and then yeah, on the first uh, date or first time that you're alone together, it'd be intimate. And it'd be cool because everybody realized like we grown, like it ain't, it, we don't have to play this game no more. Cause you know what I'm saying, we all know what you know what's what's what time it is. And you you also understand that there's a certain sense of security with that, right? You mature, mm -hmm. right? right? Yeah. So you would think that look, you ain't out here just doing all the stuff you was doing. You was 18, right. 19, 20 right. years old, and sleeping with any and everybody, right? Right. right? right. We grown folk now. Yeah. yeah. All right. So last question on the bunk that mid, and uh, then we gonna we gonna get into some real dating talk. Um. What do you, what do you, how do you guys feel about women asking you out? Have you ever been asked out? And I also, I'll start this one because that's how me and Sherry got together. Mm. Like, I sent her email um, about her uh, three ladies in Wilmington organization because they throw socials for black professionals in Wilmington. Mm -hmm. So they give an opportunity for all the black professionals to get together in a safe space to mingle and you know what I'm saying, to network and to kick it. So I actually went to one um, of her uh, socials and I met her at the social and I was just like, hey, um, I wanna be a part of this. So whenever you all do these socials, you know, put me in your, um, what is it called, mailing list? Put yeah. me in your mailing list. <laughs> So she was like, okay, fine, email me. Now, mind you, we had a little conversation um, 
And our first meeting, you know, she asked what I did. I asked what she did. You know, we kind of went back and forth. We had a good initial chemistry conversation. Anyway, long story short, I emailed her. When she emails me back, she was like, hey, would you like to go out to dinner sometime? And I was, I, you know what, like, I was really blown away because in my 40 years, that's, I think that's the first time I ever been asked out. And it was very flattering and it was very like, wow, like, that's nice. Like, I never felt that. I was like, yeah, that, that felt nice. You know what I'm saying? So how do you guys feel about it? Have you ever been asked out? Um, and, and, and if so, like, what, do you like it? Don't you like it? Because... You know, they, they, some guys can say that's being aggressive. You know what I'm saying? It's coming on too strong. Or, you know, they want to be the chaser or the hunter or whatever. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, okay, so for me, I have been uh, I have been asked out before. I think I was asked out by the wrong people. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was not a good experience at all for me. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, my situations have in, uh, included where the woman has uh, pursued me in the way of asking me out on the first date, and I wasn't intimidated by that at all. I did applaud it. Whether it ended in a situation of us both deciding for other reasons, we just wanted to be friends, or otherwise we did continue into a serious relationship. Uh, I wouldn't again bank the whole scenario of being negative just because they approached me. So there has been positive uh, outcomes in relationships, both uh, long-term and short-term, uh, through the woman being the aggressor. So, no, definitely, ladies, if you see something you like, definitely let it be known. There's a way to do that classy, and I would argue it would be the same Absolutely. for a man. Yeah. You know, we would have to be aggressive. No matter who's doing it is aggressive, but how, so, how much so, right? So as long as you're respectful, I don't see why gender would matter of who's being the one asking out on the first day. Man, talk your talk, oh, B. Talk your sir. talk. <laughs> your DNA is in the come speech, on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, big facts. So I yeah. hear everything you said. Yeah. Like, like, look, man, you see what you want? If You you got to pursue it. Yeah. I don't think it should matter if the guy's doing the asking out or the woman's doing the asking out. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to get in trouble with it, but I'm going to stick with it. My wife asked me out. Come on. And I can okay, attest to that because I passed the note. Just in case there's any okay. discrepancy in the story. So we 18 years in. Yeah. So, so ladies, come on. No, but that's all right. Ladies, you, sometimes right. you got to go get what you want or at least yeah. pursue it. And then you'll know what happened because I'm going to be honest. And this is a sports reference. I use them a lot. I'm a sports guy. You can't steal second with your foot on first base. Man, so, one more time, Jay. Hit him with it again, like, Jay. You can't steal second with yeah. your foot on first base. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if, if you see a man and you don't go after him, guess what? You're not the only one to see him what you see. So, mm. you know what I mean? Just just do it the right way. Do it your way. That's I the like right that. way. You know That's what I'm saying? And, and go ahead. Make sure that they like you, though. <laughs> well, you know, they may I'm not playing. Know that they may know. not. They may not know, but make sure there's some type of mutual attract. I mean, you can't really tell that on the first time that you meet somebody, but um, go for what you. Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be take afraid. A take a take yeah. a take a chance, yeah. but at the same time, don't overdo it. I think I, I just that's I, just my opinion. I would say this. I would say this. Like, if you see something you like and you're interested in it. Look, go after it, and guess what? If if it doesn't work out, they don't like you. Guess what? That's fine. That's now okay. you know. That's now okay. you know, and then you can do it and, and just keep your confidence keep for the it. next time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, let me translate a little bit. <clears throat> what T was really trying to say 
is don't be a nickel out here trying to catch you a dime. Man. That's what Terry was trying Man. to say. Because evidently a nickel <laughs> that ran up on him and he was like, uh-uh. I'm just trying to say, because y'all don't understand God talk, so I'm just translating a little bit for you. Don't be a nickel out there trying to get you a dime because that ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? It could work. Like Jamie said, it keep good. keep pushing. Try. Right, right, right. Okay, first, you don't right. succeed. Right, but if Quit. it don't, <laughs> <laughs> but if it don't work, don't be mad. Don't be blowing up the spot and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, so fellas, great, great talk, man. And so that's that's our section on the bump that myth. So now we now we gonna we gonna transition and we gonna get into some real like dating relationship like serious talk. Um. So what we're gonna do now is like just ladies just give you guys a perspective of kind of what we are looking for and what we think and um, our views on relationships and dating. Um, because I, I mean, hopefully, what you're seeing at this point is uh, what you may have thought men think may not necessarily be what we think. And this is how we talk when y'all not around. Because unfortunately, when you guys are around, we've kind of been taught from kids. To just be quiet and just let y'all do y'all thing. So if, we, if, if a disagreement arises, we'll say our piece. But if you guys push too much, we're going to just be like, all right, you're right. You know, the, I mean, like, phrase like happy wife, happy life, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, we've we been taught. We've been taught to, to just kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> give in. But this is how, this is what we talk about when we together. So let's get into this part of it. So, um, I go with you, T. First on this one, what are you looking for in a life partner? What what makes you say she's the one? Mm. So I would have to say, for me, at um, this point in my life, um, definitely spiritual uh, maturity, mm-hmm. um, definitely a belief in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, I because that's where I'm headed. That's my walk right now. So um, none, nothing, nothing else to me. Uh, well, I won't say nothing else, but that that would have to be the at the head. Mm-hmm. That would have to be at the head for me, um, because you know how can two walk together except they agree? Absolutely. Uh, definitely room for growth. Um, doesn't have to be in the same place uh, maturely, as I said before, uh, when it comes to spiritual maturity. But that's that's at the very top uh, for me. Uh, what you got, B? For what I'm looking out of in a life partner, um, I would say consistency, loyalty, respect, having an open mind, having positive habits and hobbies even. Uh, someone that is faithful, not just in religion, but in everyday life. I like positive perspectives, man. Mm-hmm. And last but uh, certainly not least, would be teamwork through issues and towards goals. So those would be the things that I would say I'm looking for uh, when I'm looking for a partner. All right. So Jay, what made you what made you say Monica was the one? Man, you know what? Um, I, th- I think for me, um, I, I we were so young, you know, yeah. when, when we first made that decision. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, Monica had um, first of all we we had the same values, we had yeah. the same moral compass. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Um, she was a great person innately and is, still is. I'm just talking about, you know, when I made that decision to, to put that ring on me. Um, and I think um, it's important when you're looking out into what you want out of a marriage. I knew I wanted a family, yeah. right? So I knew I wanted a woman that could take care of my kids and my household. 
and she fit the bill there. You know what I mean? Um, selfless, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, being married 18 years, you have to be selfless. You have yeah. to be willing to put someone else before yourself. Um, so those, those are things. And then, I mean, this might not be, this next one might not be, you know, popular, but attractive. Like, I mean, I don't, and I don't necessarily mean just in looks. I mean, yeah, like, that's right. Right. Yeah. like, I need to be attracted to you. I need to be attracted to this woman that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And, and that attraction is obviously looks, but it's also, um, you know, the vibe that we have. It's also, can we spend time together? Mm-hmm. Can we have conversation? All those things are attractive. Yeah. And those are things that's gonna be long lasting. We already talked yeah. about debunking the, you know, the yeah. saggy breasts and mm-hmm. you know the eyelashes, all that. That's still gonna go away anyway, right? Anyway. But, but, yeah. but who are you gonna be able to spend the rest of your life with? <clears throat> so so yeah, man, those those are mine and man, I, I was blessed. Yeah. So I, I mean for me, <clears throat> it's compassion. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I want <clears throat> and what I have in my partner now is a partner who is compassionate. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's the thing that I think I love most about Sherry is that she's so compassionate, man. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's a caring person. Um, obviously, she's attractive. And to piggyback on what Jay was saying, when I say attractive too, I don't mean just looks. It means like, is your personality attractive to me? Like when I see how you move in a room, does that kind of give me a little spark? And yeah. that's what that's what that's what Sherry does for me. She gives me like as I see how she operates. How she operates gives me that spark. Like, man, I'm a tutter, you know. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, I mean, yeah, like compassion. I think that's that's one of the biggest things, man. Compassion, um, definitely looks, and um, uh, and I would say this: a certain I need a certain level of a partner who is, for lack of better words, lady, submissive. Because I know this this term submissive has gotten <clears throat> a negative connotation now. Where it means that you have to bow down to the man. And that's not what I'm saying. The submission that I love about Sherry is that not only will she, you know, uh, cook for me and provide for me. She also is submissive in the way that if we are not vibing, she's not satisfied until we're vibing again. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. It's like, no, you know, whatever we're going through, we can talk this out and let's talk it out and let's move forward. So that's a, and ladies, I think y'all missed that. That's a certain level of submission because she could easily be like, well, I ain't do nothing. I ain't finna shit. I ain't do nothing to him. I don't know what's wrong with him. You know what I mean? But like, that's a certain level of submission. And I, that's, that's one, those are the things that I look for. That's also a form of selfless too. Yeah, that's selfless too. Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, What are deal breakers, fellas? What are what are what are some deal breakers that uh you guys have? I mean, I I can tell you mine straight off. I don't want um you can't be like I don't like a woman with a bad attitude. Mm, you yeah. can't have a bad attitude and be around me. Like I yeah, I just gosh. I just can't. Mm. And 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 you like a bad attitude and you smoke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I can't do it. Like I smoke enough for both of us. Like I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? You smoking, but she can't smoke. No, she can't smoke. No, no, no. I'm being honest. Like this world ain't fair. Y'all 
stop thinking that everything's gonna be fair. Yes, I have smoked. I might smoke again. You never know. You know what I'm saying? If I go on vacation to Jamaica, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Especially when I have my locks. But no, you're not gonna smoke around me. This is give and take, right? Yeah. 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 She might not be able to smoke. She might be able to do something else that she said you can't do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just my deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. There's other stuff that, you know, she, I might not like that she can't do. I'm just saying, you can't have a bad attitude and you can't pull up on me with a Newport. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up, boo? Like, no. Because then you get the attitude and the Newport. And no, nobody no, knows. but I'm just saying, like. All that's I'm, cancers. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hit, but I ain't, like, I'm a hit, but I ain't staying for that. Like, that, that, that's two of mine. I, I got some more too, but I'm <laughs> I got some more, but I'm gonna let y'all have what did, what did y'all got some deal breakers, like some stuff that y'all like I ain't, I ain't doing that. Alright, definitely for me, two deal breakers. A person who's not family oriented. Mm. Yeah. That's an immediate total deal breaker. We could probably be cool, but maybe not even that cool. Cause mm-hmm. I'm totally, you know, uh family oriented. And um, number two, I had to go back and forth about this one a little bit, but talking about an ex. Mm-hmm. If you constantly talking about an ex, for me, I'll listen. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've learned to, you know, listen. People have things they have to say, but for me, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. You're not over that person or something's still yeah. going on. Yeah, so. You need to figure that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's my two. I like that. And you can still listen to that person and, you know, support them, right? Yeah. Maybe not in a, a hel- as healthy of a relationship. Exactly. For sure. Right. Uh, I would say my two deal breakers and or turnoffs from a woman would be any facade of any type, right? From the lashes to the lying to the cheating uh, all the, and or otherwise, if I'm not uh, first in their life the way that they would want to be first in my mm-hmm. life, right? So it's not even just that I'm making up some imaginary number one uh uh, uh, rule, right? It's almost as if one, women want to be felt that they're number one in my life. And so for that, I would like to feel the same. Mm. And so for number two, I would say uh, anyone who is an extremist, and maybe mm. a better way to say that is, even if they're not, but that's my perception of you, that may give a woman a little bit of a uh, grain of salt of, of being a person and otherwise me being wrong in my interpretation, right? So showing a little bit of humility is instead of saying a woman that is extreme, if I feel that that woman is being extreme, Mm -hmm. then uh, that would make things difficult. You know, I don't appreciate maybe uh, someone, you know, making it their way or the highway. No, we can find some middle ground. And well, if my way isn't how it's going to be, then I don't think the highway is necessarily as far down the uh, spectrum as we need to go. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah. So I would say again, uh, my interpretations of whether you're not uh, you're being extreme in my perception, and again, any facade of any type, keep it yeah. a band with me, and I can definitely respect that and like do the that. same for you. Uh, my mind pretty simple, bro. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm in a, a relationship that's going to be for the rest of my life. <laughs> but man, I, I smell a smelly woman. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. I can't hygiene. stand a smell. You know, hygiene. Definitely. definitely. Listen, ladies, look. <laughs> this is time right now. If there's anything you do, please be clean. Mm. Please just take care of your hygiene. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. Like you, you can't smell bad. You have to brush your teeth. You know, you have to, like, at the bare minimum, take care of yourself from a hygiene standpoint. 
If that's not happening, nah, I ain't even considering yeah. anything. Like you don't even no, don't even worry about that. And then um, I guess I guess second, um, and this is just for the the phase that I'm at and who I already who I'm already with. But like this is not a problem for me now because I know who I have. Mm-hmm. But I needed someone that I felt was driven, mm-hmm. right? Like because I, I that's who I am. Like, to the core of me, I'm determined to go after my goals Mm -hmm. and to achieve them and to get after it. And if you're not that, then you're hindering what we're trying to do or where I want to be in life. Mm -hmm. So that would would have been a deal breaker. But, yeah, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. That's Word. That's good stuff. And I agree. I agree with all of them. All of them is deal breakers for me. Everything the boys said to me. <laughs> all of that. I ain't going. I'm just telling you. All, right, all, right, all, right. all of that. Um, so all right, so let me ask you this, uh, fellas. And I know like this 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 is one of those questions that our answers today as grown men might have been a little different than they was maybe twenty years ago. Does the number of partners a woman has Affect her ability to be a next next question. <laughs> next, turn my mic off, show. Turn it. Like, cut the camera off. Cut it off. Like so, I'm saying. So if you find out she had a, a bunch of partners, like, are you? Is is like, how do you feel about that, fellas? Because I don't know how. I mean. All right, hey, look, I'm gonna jump in on this one first. Come on, right, come, come on. on. Right. So look, fellas, I feel like it matters when you find out. Mm. It matters, right? And okay. this is why I say that, okay? If I found out as I was dating Monica, right, mm. that she had slept with 50 dudes, oh, it's done. It's a It's old. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. Uh-uh. I'm trying to break a record. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's going on? No, no way, go right? For real. Right now, okay. today, mm-hmm. right, if I found out Monica had more, but, more of a body count, well, I mean, I guess I guess there's other things that come into play, right? But let's just say I had never asked the question before. Right, sure, it right, had sure, never sure. come up. So that means sure. she had never lied to me about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But somehow the question came up today, right? Mm-hmm. And I found out she had more of a body account than I wanted her to have, mm-hmm. right? I can't say that it's a deal breaker because I'm like, if they were before me, yeah. if you didn't cheat on me, you didn't yeah. now we I've got things invested now, right? right I've right. got feelings invested. Definitely. I love this woman. Yeah. Like like she makes me happy every day. Like, does it really matter that she slept with 20 dudes back in, in 75? <laughs> I mean it's 2020, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I think this question kind of depends on when you find out too. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Definitely agree with that. Um I'm going to just sum it up and say um, a person could have had plenty of practice. I just don't need to know the number. Oh, mm. Right, right. It's better to know, right? Right, right. Hey, so you know what, matter of fact, let me do this too. Go ahead. Hey, don't come up with no body count. I'm tell you about. Hey, look. I said what I said, but I still don't look. We got a calculator. What are you doing? Oh, man. All right, my man. You're good. No, like you said, though, I mean, it, it just matters, um, you know, I guess when, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like it, you know, comes up. And, and I mean, a person has to, uh, a person has the choice to say, hey, you know, this is something I don't want. But I don't think, you know, like, like I said, if it's in the past and, you know, I don't need to know. 
Man, what you got, me? I quit asking this question in my mid twenties. You did the right yeah. thing. Man. Yeah. Now, one, what I do want to say about uh, you know regarding sexual history is I do want to know your healthy and how experienced. Those are just honest, communicative uh, topics, right? About sexual health. Uh, I don't expect a virgin, and so I guess I don't want one. I don't. I don't want that to be a sob story, though. You know, I guess in my age, in my age group, I just don't believe that that is uh, necessarily something that is going to be uh, available at this juncture in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in the risk of uh, my partner having far less interest sexually than myself. So uh, I guess I don't really think that is the biggest issue of, of how many. Uh, partners they've had. In my experience, the more experience, the better the relationship and intimacy uh, for exploring new uh, new things, um, doing something that we have done somewhere else, but now with each other. You know, uh, I guess I don't find that intimidating. Um, I never said I wanted someone who had all <laughs> the experience <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Did you just do it? <laughs> how do you know the name of that position, though? Like, how do you know the name of that? That's not oh, God. the alien. I just, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't believe uh, that that's the biggest issue to know the number. Um, yeah. I think if we got, we would probably unlock some trauma getting to the honest numbers anyway. Yeah. 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 You know, and exactly. I mean that yeah. for the opposite side of the gender as well. So yeah, yeah I, I don't even want to put anybody through that. I just want, like I said, to be on the same, same uh, wavelength, if that's fair. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I find out you're the neighborhood hope <laughs> and the beginning of it, you can count Christmas. <laughs> you can count Christmas. I ain't going. Now, I might still smash because I feel like everybody can't be lying. That's what my mom said. Everybody. Everybody ain't lying. Everybody been trying to do that. Yeah, shit. I might. I might. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it might be all right. But, yeah, body, body count doesn't matter. Like, at this point, though, you know, I'm, I'm older now, so. Um, I think, I think, and I'm going to let you die. I don't want to stay this too long. But I think that's a question that you can't ask. Because I think, and this is just me, mm-hmm. if you in love with a girl and you like put your life on the line for that girl and you find out that she done slept with more people than you want, you just going to walk out? I don't know that you could do that, bro. Especially if it was before y'all. You know what I'm saying? And there might be a difference in marriage, where you are in the relationship. Sort of like you yeah, would yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like walk out married and it's all happened before you. So. And I'm not saying you can't. Sure, you sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying... You know, I don't know if you know. Listen, you better get me married before you tell me. That's what you better do. Because <laughs> if I find out before you get that ring, you can cancel Christmas for that. Uh-uh, if she was that. a ho ho ho, they can cancel Christmas. They can cancel Christmas. Like, I ain't going. Like, no. Uh uh, that new. I'm going to thank you for your services. Dashing through the snow over here. Thank me. So, um,. Mm. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, and and so let's let's uh, all right. So this is not one of the original questions, but just having this conversation um, made me think about this. This is just from a guy perspective, because girls always say, "Well, guys do something, and um, they want the girl to forgive them, and the girls do this, blah blah blah." So what I'm saying is, is that. If I found out that somebody had, uh, uh, my significant other had a large body count, 
Um, I don't necessarily know that that changes things. So anyway, I'm kind of rambling. Anyway, let me get let me just get to the next question. Let me get to the next question. Everybody's heard about this Will and Jada thing, right? Okay. Entanglement. Entanglement. Hashtag. Hashtag. Okay. <laughs> so, and I so and I'm gonna preface this with saying this: monogamy is, despite what everybody might feel about it, is one of the youngest forms of relationships there are. You know, before monogamy, I mean, even biblically, uh, none of the kings in the Bible had one wife. You know what I mean? So even biblically, um, monogamy isn't really spoken of. So what I want to say is, this is the question. What are you guys' thoughts on alternative relationships? Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, different forms of relationships. I mean, Will and Jada is showing us that every day. Like, that's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of areas um, of relationships. So, uh, what, do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, I'm, I'm just speaking for me. Mm -hmm. um, no, nah, I'm a traditional type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not getting ready to allow nobody else to come in to what we got and share it. Like, you know what I mean? We're, mm -hmm. not, we're not swinging or anything like that. Um, that's just me. That's mm. just where, you know, I think um, I'm going to keep it in that lane. That's right. my lane. <clears throat> I think uh, I'm going to definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, husband of one wife, wife of one husband. There you go. Uh, that's going to, you know, work for me and my house. Just my opinion. I definitely agree. I do want to uh, expound, I believe. So for me, it is different strokes for different folks, even though, mm -hmm. like we're all saying, this might not agree with my... Uh, this might not align with my moral and otherwise religion, right? Uh, but with that being said, let's really break down maybe some of these other types of relationships. I'm sure there are probably even more than the two that I'm planning to get into. But let's really talk about maybe some of the, it's even so specifically as Will and Jada and what they had going on, right? So they seem to have, uh, you know, for lack of a better explanation, when we say Will and Jada and we just add August to that scenario, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're saying a male, male, female sort of dynamic, or mm -hmm. dynamic right? Um, and, and well, for me personally, that wouldn't be something I'm interested in or attracted to, right? We all have maybe, uh, and everybody might can uh, chime in on this, has anyone ever heard that most women maybe have even had a lesbian experience in their lifetime? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah, I can't relate to that for me to sign up for anything male, male, female. Now, with that being said, uh, we I would say it's probably uh, non-traditional, but otherwise beautiful when it's two women and a male. And it almost sounds like, well, what could go wrong, right? <laughs> right? Could I make that work, right? Oh, uh, man. Is that it is... more difficult than you think? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I, before I say I could, I would like to maybe, uh, you know, in thought, try to do so, right? And so uh, only if we were partnered together, right? Or the girlfriend that I sort of had the longest and first, my main one, right? If we're dating that other person together, so to speak. So it's, in other words, it's always a seniority, if that makes sense. Somebody that I have a, a more of allegiance to, unless it was, again, now I'm, we're dating each other equally. Um, not that, again, that this would be something that I would be interested in as much as I'm in thought, just truly free, free, <laughs> freely thinking. Freely thinking in thought. Freely. Django is unchained at the moment. <laughs> Maybe my brother. Right, and so, uh, you know, I think about other 
different types of is issues. For example, you know, we're on the uh, heels of Valentine's Day, gentlemen. That might mean more than one set of Valentine's Day Ooh, gifts. God. Right? That might mean more than one proposal, gentlemen. That, that means that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and so that. is that something I really want? Okay, mm. well, is, does that not bring it home just yet? Well, uh, it just sounds like, and you know, when you start getting so deep into these topics, it just sounds like you're just doing things, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. We're just talking about things you can do, not right. even something you should do or why you're doing it. Uh, what are the pros and cons? I'm not sure all of those things get uh, maybe thought about, right? And so my moral compass, uh, nor my best efforts align with... Uh, Moving in a, a polynomous relationship. Is that sort of what that's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is new for just me. This out, this out my bag. Just probably this out my bag, Joe. I wouldn't know it right. I don't know how many vowels or consonants are in this. I just want to be clear about this. This is a new thought from who wrote this question. This is not, this is not my question. Uh, you know, I think about, you know, diseases. I think about, you know, even in the case of it being two men... And one woman, well, what if one of the gentlemen is interested in having children and now the lady is pregnant and now no one knows but for so long and then that involves being let down. And so, yeah, I'm just not sure that yeah, is that just doesn't sound like something that it would be easy to deal with. Um, how in the world can I handle the failures of another man? In our relationship, how can I juggle mm -hmm. that? This man is a liar, a cheater. He's no longer providing the way he may have promised. Mm -hmm. I'm not a man. That's less about ego and more about my uh, belief in my protection and yeah. Yeah. my. That, that's more about my ability and belief wow. in being able to provide and protect, um, as opposed to anything else. And so, you know, I can't let another man be the reason that my life is disgruntled or my relationship is off. Because he all of a sudden is failing intently, maliciously, or otherwise. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely can't have that in uh, my circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably the only one here who's done poly. Well, I am the only one here who's done poly. And it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh... <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're alone. Alone wolf. More of a feline. <laughs> This is what I say about it. It's um, <clears throat> a poly relationship is just as difficult as a single monogamous relationship. The only the only difference is is that you have uh, two sets of emotions that you have to deal with, and you have um, a structure that isn't common. So like everybody's kind of trying to figure it out and and learn as they go. Um, I mean, it's pluses. Like the pluses is like you know two like I said two heads is better than one. I mean it's three incomes now. <laughs> no, he, didn't, he didn't say that. JJ, he didn't say that. JJ, he didn't say that. He said he said two heads. Not is like that. No. no, that's exactly that's exactly. What but I'm saying like because that's the cliche. No, yeah, I'm bad right now. Polly what? Polly who? Polly want to crack? Sweet that. So, I'm saying it's like you. It, it could be advantage. So listen, this next oh question we're gonna God. go on to now is um. Uh, so let's see. It's gonna be tough to find that question. <laughs> but yeah, so like, all right, so everybody's like, everybody's traditional. Now. So I'm and I'm traditional now. I'm very monogamous. I'm very happy. Yes, yes, Just wanted to put that out there. That was in my past. Yes, sir. That was in my past. Never would want to do that now. 
Um, just wanted to put that out there that I'm on agreement with all of y'all. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your yeah. death yeah. to y'all part could be tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm not dying over this. Fuck <laughs> this. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. I'm not. I'm monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that, that's good. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Man, bro, bro, hey, B, you hit some good points, man. Because, I, I mean, Definitely just to did. go back to that, but, like, I don't, like, because uh, there are a lot of different forms of poly. But that male, female, male, that's a tough one right there, man. Even though I listen, I, I seen I seen a woman that made me think about it. I'm like, man, I might be her second husband. Like, God, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to talk to this dude. Like, I'm saying, like, 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 listen, man, I know, like, nah, I'm just joking. But, but that like the dynamics of it is crazy. So, but all right, so let's let's get into some real about that though. Um. Marriage isn't really working, fellas. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I think the marriage divorce rate now is 56%. Mm. So, I brought that question of alternative relationships up just to kind of piggyback on that. To say, hey, is open marriages... Uh, it, and listen, this is what you can't knock with Will and Jada. They still married. Mm. They still married. They not going nowhere. And they said publicly, we not going nowhere. This is what we got going on. If y'all like it, fine. If you don't, fine. So I just posed that question to, to get back to some seriousness because I, I was joking before. But to get back to some seriousness, traditional marriages have seemed to be failing. And if alternative relationships are keeping people married, i.e. Will and Jada, then, you know, is, is that is that an avenue? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like you said, different strokes for different folks. But I just wanted to throw out some serious points that the fact that they still married after everything, that, that speaks better than 56% of the other people. Right. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think, um, yeah and no. Okay. Right? And the reason I say no is because we got to think about why. Our marriages mm-hmm. not uh, not you know doing well. Yeah. Right? Why That's why is this change right right? So I think for me, um, yeah, I think you know the alternative marriages and open marriages is that's a result of the actual union not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not that you come into an open marriage because that's what's gonna make it successful, right? I think you get into an open marriage because your marriage wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. In most cases, in most cases, mm-hmm. for me, man, I think, I think, and you know, I like, yeah, man, this is this is good. Okay, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was gonna <clears> say, <throat> man, I think we gotta look at, you know, why what's going on with marriages and why they're not working. And I think, you know, I love our, our my ancestors, the generation that came before me, but I think they did us and their parents did them a disservice in how marriages were portrayed to us as kids, mm-hmm. right? Like. I mean, you you read about the fairy tale marriage, and you yeah. read about the happily ever after, and you think you've got this one picture in your mind about how, how marriage is gonna be. No, nah, marriage ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. So, you know, obviously, I don't know if you guys know, but um, Monica, myself, Antonio Phillips, and his wife Tanisha Phillips, we had the opportunity to interview Pastor Cal mm-hmm. Robinson from um, Married at First Sight. Gotcha. And um, he said something that, that resonated with me right away. And I was like, yo, he's got a book. It's called Marriage Ain't for Punks. Mm-hmm. Awesome book. Mm-hmm. I recommend everybody that is married, everybody that's planning to get married, to get this book. Because it's simple. Marriage is not for punks, right? 
But he said something that made sense to me. He was like, you know, we have been conditioned and we have been taught and we've been hearing this term called falling in love. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's great. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Falling in love is cool. But just the sense of that phrase um, almost indicates it's an accident. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You trip, you fail, yeah. right? And that's cool. Trip, fall in love, but more importantly is growing in love, mm. right? Because if you're if you're growing, then you're there for the process. Mm. You're embedded. You're committed, right? Yeah. You have to endure, mm. right? Yeah. And I think growing in marriage is more important than falling in marriage. There's, I mean, falling in love. Mm. So, so growing in love is more more. Almost more important than falling in love yeah. because you, you need to grow in love with the person you with. That's because true. life is gonna throw <clears throat> stuff at you whether you're married or not. Come on. Mm-hmm. So imagine two people living their lives and all of that getting thrown into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like stuff is gonna happen, man. <clears throat> yeah. And I think to just say, okay, oh man, we messed up and this is happening now, but we done, mm-hmm. like that's because we've been told since we were kids, at least I was and Monica was and most of us was here mm-hmm. that oh marriage is this this beautiful fairy tale thing, you're gonna get married and be happily ever after and mm-hmm. they're not really telling you that look, look, marriage is hard work at times. It can be great. It is great. Yeah. It is great, Monica. <laughs> But it, it, it is work. But work is worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. You know, you don't get anything great without. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me on that uh, subject. So, having been married um, at a younger age, divorced, mm-hmm. now single, um, looking to get remarried again mm-hmm. at some point, um, I've never thought about any type of alternative relationship, you know, right. outside of that. And um, never been real bitter, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, the divorce or what I went through. It taught me. It was right. a lesson. Right. Um, so I think for me, um, you know, going into it, I like what you said, growing in, you know, love. Yep. You know, I think when people talk about marriage, they leave out that love. Love is a lot of things, you know. Um, Dr. Maya Angelou said one thing that is not is unsure. You know, that's one thing that, you know, love isn't. So I feel like when you love somebody, you will do those things that you were talking about earlier um, in your relationship now. Um, the things that, you know, she, she does, you know, for you. All of that, you know, it just covers so much ground. So I think that that's, that's what's really missing so, At some point. Let me say this. So, why do you guys think dating is so difficult then? So, we say, let's just back up from the marriage part. Mm-hmm. So, today what <clears> makes <throat> it it's so difficult to date? Because, like, women are screaming that they can't find anybody. Guys aren't really finding the person they want to be. What, what makes it difficult? I, I, think the, I think the dynamic <laughs> of dating overall is just completely different. Yeah, it is. I mean, with social media yeah. and... With, I mean, look, let's be honest, man. People can have a whole nother life on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They ain't really living that. Mm-hmm. So you dating this person that you saw on Instagram and all the pictures they posting, they, they got filters on it. Yeah. They standing beside somebody else's car <laughs> in somebody else's house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, yeah, that's real. Like, I hear all the time. Like, I, me personally, I don't, I put my family pictures up and I put stuff like that because I want to show my family because I'm proud of my family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I can't put my, if I put my life on Instagram, oh, I'm flexing. 
Yeah. You know, if I put my real life on Instagram, it's, I'm flexed. Yeah. And that's not who I am, and you know, whatever, okay. But it becomes an issue because now you're dating someone, and it's even worse than before when you could tell somebody something, right. but you couldn't really show them show that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is, so I think that's a lot. And access to people is so, is so you got access to everybody. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big difference. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, again, answering the question, why, why do I think relationships are not lasting? Absolutely, social media was on my list as well. I do want to add to this, you know, I've been very fortunate, fellas, um, and audience. I've had uh, four fathers and two mothers in my life. I have oh. got my wow. heavenly father. I've had my biological father and I've had both my grandfathers and they were uh and both my mothers of course and my grandmother and my mother and uh they were all together up until my father's parents passed so again now everyone is still together and I still have my heavenly father around so I don't know what a bad dad is mm-hmm. I want to start so when I have these conversations with these relationships that I've had a fortunate uh, viewpoint of it would be some things like not having any empathy uh, is why relationships don't last. Not having any remorse, being inconsistent, uh, not enough love, or it only depending on love. Both of those are bad. Again, I'm gonna drop that again. Not having enough love or only depending on love would be another reason why relationships don't last. Stresses without attempts or proper attempts to heal. And that would be for the person who's been hurt and the person who continues to do the hurting. So I would sort of say those are the reasons in my perspective that relationships don't last. And my grandmother would uh, be the first to tell you that it is about you know, what did you do for a person, quite frankly. But that isn't just monetary. Yeah. And so making sure that whatever you give and from whatever amount, whatever unit of measurement it is that you're giving it from a pure place, giving it from your heart, uh, making sure that you're in tune with how you can't see your heart, but it exists. You can't see your brain, but you're well aware. Uh, you would have to know that you have a spirit that needs nurturing and otherwise be able to share that kindred spirit with somebody. So those are the things that I would argue are the reasons that relationships don't last. And some of those answers, I hope, were to what I believe keeps them lasting. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with everything he said, you know what I'm saying? But I'll take it a step further. Um, all those things, yes. But I do think as as people and individuals, especially married individuals or even in a relationship, you know, we have to understand that we are fallible. Mm-hmm. Like people are fallible. Like yeah. we are going to make mistakes. Absolutely. So even in trying to do all the things that B just mentioned and we just talked about, mm-hmm. like I think we have to be cognizant of the fact that look, nobody's perfect, yeah. you know. And like mistakes are made. Like mm-hmm. that's that's why when Will, you know, I don't know I don't know nothing. <laughs> About what's going on in Will and Jada's marriage. Let me just say that. I love bad boys. You know what I'm <laughs> I don't know them people. I'm fans, right? They're great actors. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's all I know. That's all I know. They're great actors, man. Will, I, look, I'm yeah, a fan. Come right? man him. But I will right. say this, right? <laughs> like, <clears throat> Will had to forgive Jada. Jada. Yeah, so, right. And I don't know what he did, whatever, but like, right. he had to. Understand that she made a mistake, mm-hmm. right? And and they still together now, right? And Honestly. I think that's huge. Like yes. understanding that concept, right. like look, people gonna make mistakes yeah. in different ways, right? right. Like right. we all sinners. I can't cast no stone at all. But 
Like, yo, man, like, if you have to make a decision, okay, boom, I need to forgive this person. Can we work through it? And so many times in the today's world and the way society is moving, we get everything right at the blink of an eye. Like, if I pick up this phone, I can get whatever I want. All the information. What's, what's the address to this restaurant in California? Yes. Boom. How long is it going to take me to get there? How can I get there? Everything in like a minute, right? But guess what? It's tough to endure when somebody makes a mistake and try to work through it. That takes time. Yes. And are we willing to do that? Yeah. And nothing in our lives today is conducive to us taking time to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did you want to touch on that? Mm-mm. All right. So, <clears throat> Dayton, I mean, I, I'll just uh, say this. I agree with everything you guys said, man. Um, I think the biggest part, what makes dating difficult now is that, especially from a male perspective, we haven't been taught how to communicate, fellas. Mm-hmm. We've been taught to be strong and silent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even like we were joking earlier <clears throat> that, you know, if if our significant others push too much, we just going to give in and say, okay, that's it. But, you know, that I think that's a big problem because as children, we aren't taught how to express our feelings or emotions, yeah. which cripples us as adults to be able to communicate. Yeah. Especially so, as men. Definitely. Yeah, especially yeah. as men. So what happens is <clears throat> oftentimes we'll confuse hurt with anger or disappointment with anger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every yeah. every emotion we get gets pushed under this umbrella of I'm mad yeah. versus I'm disappointed, right. I'm sad, yeah. I'm confused, yeah. I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm yeah, hurt. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it all gets pushed under this I need to be tough umbrella. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I need to be strong umbrella. So I think one of the difficulties we have is that we just aren't good communicators. And, and, and women aren't the best communicators too, but they have a lot more practice at it than us because they tell each other all the time how they feel. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they hug each other, you know what I'm right saying? Pat each other on the butt, touch right. each other titties. Like, in the bathroom. They're like, they're, they're, they're like, in the bathroom. Yeah, they're, they're it's too, not how we play. They're in touch with how they communicate. That's really right. Because anytime you touch anyone physically, that's communication. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So they, they communicate on a lot of levels that we just don't. And also, and also, it's also pushed in mainstream media, marketing, advertising. You know it. I know you know it. Like, who's buying stuff? Women. Yeah. Right? So, who's being communicated to and who's doing the communicating and how is the communicating um, structured, right? Mm-hmm. It's towards women. It's mm-hmm. advocating that. And there's nothing wrong with that, ladies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that helps women communicate, yeah. I think, better and gives them the green light to communicate. Mm-hmm. Because, be honest, men don't have the green light to communicate in terms of, you know, mainstream right. media and, and, and uh, marketing and all that type of stuff. Like, it's not something that we see every day, which is why it actually needs to be what we're doing right now. Yep. Yeah. It is, it, I think there's, people are hungry for it. Mm-hmm. I think men want it to happen so yeah. that they can get their words out and right. what they want to say out. Mm-hmm. I think I think we have to do a better job of just being actively, or, or just actively communicating. Yeah, act, active men. Period. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got to be yeah. active men. Period. I like that. All right, so two minutes. Uh, how can we build stronger relationships? Um, okay, I think uh, with each other or uh, just relationships in. Uh, no, so in relationship terms, 
all of us have a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's in in equal terms. We also have a relationship with our significant others, other genders, other races. Okay. So how can we, as men, though, put in perspective of, of men, like okay. knowing our dynamics and know where <clears throat> we are placed in the world, how can we build stronger relationships? I think um, <clears throat> instead of just saying communication, like you were saying, just uh, uh, you know, finding out what our language is, mm. um, you know, as men, um, you know, not being afraid to do what we're doing right now too, you know, sitting at a table, you know, talking. And outside um, of violence, I just want to throw that in. And so outside, sure. thank you, yeah, thank you. That's so, oh well my goodness, man. Yeah. That was on the table? That's, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. that's so huge, learning how to say, I'm disappointed. Instead of just, oh, I'm mad. Yeah, and now it's got to be a something. Now, now it has we to be something, yeah. right. So that was, that was you know, great what you said. And um, learning how to teach our young men how to communicate that better mm-hmm. so that they understand that violence. Because it's not just about us. Right. You know, it's about the generation that's coming behind us. Absolutely. You know, they're watching what we do. They're watching what we say. And instead of social media or instead of what we see out there, you know, we need to be active uh, in our community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have some great things come up out of Duplin County. Look Absolutely. at us today. Yeah, Everything ain't bad where we come from. That's Absolutely right. not. You know, so we have to, you know, pour that back into um, our, you know, younger men and guys our own age. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my take on that. Strong relationships. Whether we're talking relationships or business, I think first and foremost we have to forgive ourselves and the partner whenever we're trying to build. Mm. Um, listening to the partner's issues and goals equally, right? Uh, next, I would say educating ourselves spiritually and relationship-wise. Much like we're just saying, even what we're doing now and trying to advance uh, the relationship culture and progress and push it forward. Uh, I think those best efforts are are things that can help men uh, build stronger relationships. Again, both in uh, uh, with respect to relationships and business. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, um, I think for me, um, and I learned this in counseling, so this ain't mine. So mm-hmm. I don't want to steal that from nobody. So give it to us. Give it to us, brother. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 this is this is I got this from from a counselor or from a book or somebody helped me. So I this is not mine, but um, there's multiple ways to communicate with someone, right? So you can talk at them, mm-hmm. you can talk to them, and you can talk with them. Mm-hmm. I think I think in order to build better relationships, um, we need to be in that third category of talking with people, yeah. right? Because yeah. that also involves listening to people and giving them a safe space to communicate, which I think would be huge. For mm-hmm. us pouring back into our younger generation. Exactly. Like, my little guy's three. He'll be four in May. But I, I make it a point that when he's trying to say something or that when he wants to communicate something, I help him speak it. I help mm-hmm. him figure out the words. I help him know that, oh, hey, wait. No, we're going to wait. And just, what, what do you need to say? What are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge to, to like, let him know that it's okay. Yeah. yeah. To talk. It's yeah. okay to communicate, right? Um, and I think, ladies, this is huge. Ladies listening, create a space where your man can communicate with you, mm. right? Like, without feeling like that's going to be used against him later in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, be objective, right? Mm-hmm. So, and whether it's with, with our relationships, whether it's with our, you know, our, our, our lady, 
whether it's with our homies or whatever, I think being objective to understanding that there's other perspectives perspectives to this helps, right? Because like you may be mad at me for something that I did that I didn't even know I was doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's something that we have to be objective about when we're communicating. And I think, I think that, that'll go a long way in terms of helping build, you know, stronger relationships for sure. Definitely. <clears throat> All right. Uh, <clears throat> I love it, fellas. That's good stuff. Um, just for me personally, man, I just think like the communication piece, um, the understanding, the space piece, like that's yeah. that's a good word. Yeah, right? You got to be able to create that it space is. because yeah. sometimes you, people just don't feel safe or comfortable, you know, communicating. Yeah, so that's that's that's, that's a big one. Yeah, it and, is our, and true. our kids, our kids are the biggest indicators, right? Like, yeah. you, you, I look at how. Like and I use JT again because you know he's young, right? So he's when and that's a great time because mm-hmm. they authentic mm-hmm. and genuine, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you put him in an environment where he's not that comfortable, oh man, he's gonna be the best kid, right? Mm-hmm. Which is good, yeah, but it's right. also not good because he's gonna be sitting in the chair, he's gonna be like this, mm-hmm. he, you know? But that's not who he really is. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad kid. Right. But when he's in my space at our space at the house, yeah. It doesn't matter who comes into the house, mm-hmm. he's gonna be him. Yeah. Because this yeah. is his space, right. it feels like, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So if we can create that space, you know, for, for people to be comfortable. Safe yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I think we get I think we get some genuine communication. That's good. Yeah. Sure, sure. Hey, last question. And we're gonna wrap it up. Man, great session too, fellas. Great session. Thank you for having me. What advice sir. would you give your daughter about dating? So, Jay, you got the oldest daughter. Well, I got an older daughter, too, but yeah, I'll let you do that. My daughter older. Wait a minute, man. Your daughter You know what? I, I am... It's, it's This is a weird feeling for me because um, I got some anxieties wrapped around <laughs> boys and my little girl. Come on. Right? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but I, I also have some excitement around it too mm-hmm. because um, I want to change the narrative. I want to I change the narrative and how I teach my kids about relationships, marriages, dating and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to be as authentic with my daughter as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell her, like, look, boys going to be looking for this. Mm-hmm. Right? This is this is what they after, right? But, you know what I'm saying? It's also natural. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's something that you need to be uh, aware of. You need to be educated about. You need to be mature about to be able to make decisions. Right, like and and you need to understand that it's not just about the girl. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's that's what's taught from yeah. the beginning. Treat her right. Treat her right. Yeah, yeah, make her yeah. happy. Yeah. Like if you if, if if you do a right boy, you can you can you'll have a good one. You know, right? But but what about him? Right, mm-hmm. he's a good kid too. Yeah. Right, he yeah. needs a good girl. Mm-hmm. Right, he right. needs somebody that's that's actually um, considering his feelings. You know what I'm saying? Considerate. So, yeah, mm-hmm. considerate, right? Yeah. It ain't all yeah. about, yeah. oh, he, he got to take you out, winding down you all the time. Now like, that's necessary. Come on. Mm-hmm. But it, it can't be just about that. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with my daughter. Yeah. Um, I hope that I can create a space mm-hmm. where she can come to me. Right now, I'm not doing a good job of that. <laughs> right? I'll be honest. Because right so now, good. she's on the 11. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on now. You ain't doing this, this, and this. Hey, look, boy. Hey, look. You FaceTime, you want to. I better be right behind you. <laughs> he going, he go, hey, how y'all doing? All right? I'm up there too, right? But, but yeah, nah, man. I, I want to change the narrative, man. And so I'm, 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 I'm scared a little bit and anxious, but excited, too, to change that. Mm. 
Well, for me, no kids yet, but my girlfriend does have an 11-year-old daughter. Her name is Jamie. What's up, mama? You might not listen yet. You're 11, but one day, <laughs> right? And what's up, Gladnet? Thank y'all. I love y'all. I hope I make y'all proud with this. Um, I would say to these young ladies of the future, man, to date and be prepared for heartaches and headaches. Uh, being sure that you are earned and wooed, those things are important. Making sure that you don't settle and that you chase your dreams and your positive relationships as well as your goals. Try to be as independent as possible. Think of Rihanna, for example. She seemed pretty self-sufficient, obviously, but then she dated a billionaire. But before having her first child, she earned a billion herself. She doesn't seem to need a man, and that seems to have led to the man that she wants. Uh, I would say all otherwise, don't do things in spite of. You know, a lot of times we have women and men even that uh, will uh, try to force pregnancy or cheating or insulting. Uh, try not to do those things. Don't do things in spite of. Uh, try to coach when appropriate. When you're dating in, in the dating world, whether it be in the club, the grocery store, social media, when getting approached, remain kind. Uh, when someone isn't malicious or rude, uh, especially, right? Like after that, you know, who would I be to tell anyone to remain perfect when quite frankly, someone is being disrespectful towards you. But for something like fumbling words or bad hygiene or being uh, somewhat aggressive or even too reserved, you know, something along the phrase of, hey, now that didn't work and it won't get you my number or the next woman's if you don't change your approach. <laughs> you know, something as simple as that phrase can break some of those cycles. And last but not least, no two women are alike. Mm. Uh, this is uh, to make for coaching and assist. You know, none of this coaching or assistance is really bulletproof or otherwise possible in every case. What works for one may not work for another woman, right? Or another scenario. But some, based off of their home training and experience, aren't with the most malicious intent still. Some guys. Uh, and before it's an ego check of punishment in the strongest way, if you have to say something at all, Maybe let it be as kind as you can. Because, mm -hmm. well, why not? That's good. Um, real quick, I would say to my daughter that I don't have. <laughs> I got old boys. Um, plenty of nieces, though. So what I would tell them, what I tell them is um, their body is a temple. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, appreciate that. And, and don't feel like that you have to do anything to it that you don't want to do. Um, secondly, I would say, um, it's okay to empower the person that you're with, the man that you're with, mm -hmm. but just make sure that he matches that right. and does that same thing for you. And that's it. That's what's up. So, I mean, <clears throat> me, so my daughter's about, my daughter's 20 and she's getting ready to get married next year and all that stuff. So, so my, my, the conversation I have with my daughter it's kind of a conversation I have with my son because I take away the facade, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell my daughter this. Baby, understand what your power is. Women control sex. Men control marriage. So before you give away your power, make sure that you're in the position that the man that you give it to is worthy of that gift. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because once you give it away, wow. he, he, there's no, you've already given him the thing that you control most. Right. Yeah. After that, you now it's, the ball is totally in his court. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of how quickly 
and who you give your power to. Yeah. And I said after that, I, I tell her all the time, baby, you are a beautiful girl. Yeah. You're a sweetheart. You you headstrong. You know exactly what you want. You go after it. So you just got to understand when it comes to men and dating, know what you control. Definitely. You can't control if he puts a ring on your finger, but you can control what he wants. Like you want the ring, he want the cookies. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell her. I say, okay. You want a ring, he want the cookies. No, no, no. Yeah, make sure you <laughs> don't do that on time. I don't think we get taught that enough, man. Yeah, sure. Like, there's a definite dynamic difference between us two, and the better we teach our children that dynamic, the better are they the better they're prepared yeah. for the dynamic once they get into that's it. Right. You know what 100%. So, that's it, man. Yeah. Fellas, oh, that's man, cool. that's dope. Yeah, man, good session, man. Yeah, like, that's good good, it, man. Right, I enjoyed it. It is. It's that great, man. I appreciate it. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gotta, we gonna. I already feel like this is gonna have to happen again. So Definitely. We're going to have it again. Right now, I'm going to close out this edition of Black Woman Working Podcast, Dating from the Male Perspective. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Until next time. Hey, Ma. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Later. Love y'all. <laughs>